Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or just so happen to find this recording, and welcome to the Marvel Men Podcast, a show where a bunch of us nerds talk all things related to the Marvel Cinematic Universe 24-7, 365. I'm your co-host, Tommy DeVito, joined by my other co-host, Zach Benicillo. Hey. And Alex DiCarlo. Alex, are you asleep? Hey, they announced the Fantastic Forecast! <laughs> what the hell? What the hell? Nah, I'm just kidding. Oh, God. Had to oh, get you God. up. How, how long have I been asleep? 15 days past April Fool's. 15 oh. days. Oh, my God. Yeah, how long so have I been asleep? Oh, God. Is there anything in the past few weeks? How? Quite a bit, actually. Some stuff. We got, we got trailers. 2023 is now going to be very different for the MCU. Because originally, we were going to be getting Quantumania, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, The Marvels, Secret Invasion, Loki Season 2, Agatha Coven of Chaos, Ironheart, and Echo. That has now changed to, thanks to a lot of like firings and delays. Now 2023 will just consist of Quantumania, since it's already been out, Guardians 3, which is coming out in two weeks, The Marvels in November, Secret yes. Invasion on June 21st, and Loki Season 2, which has yet to get a, re- a release date. Although they're thinking huh. September, I think maybe October is better. Yeah, Jesus, Jesus, Tommy, I gotta tell you, you really scared the shit out of me when you woke me up. True, Dad. Let me have a look at the dock and see what we have today. Oh, shit. What? I didn't even know we had this much on the docket today. We got a lot to talk about. We got trailers, we got delays, we got firings. Well, looks like we, well, well, boys, looks like we have our work cut out for us. Yes, so I guess let's start with... Let's just get right into it, shall we? Yeah. So like I just said, a bunch of stuff got delayed. And now 2023 is going to be very different from Marvel. Honestly, I think this is for the better. Like, they don't want to yeah. over it. They're really going headfirst into this quality over quantity. Yeah, and I think that's what uh, Bob Iger has been doing ever since he's been uh, reinstated as Disney CEO back back last year, so... Yep. Because the MCU actually took a big hit in terms of the behind the scenes stuff because you guys want me to do it or or you guys want to do it? Doesn't matter in this case. You go on. The band-aid off. So Marvel Studios executive I forgot what her position was. Executive president or something like that? I don't know. Yeah, she's one of the executive producers but why? Yeah, one of the one executive of, producers yeah, since of, yeah. Iron Man, Victoria Alonso was fired. <gasps> Wait, what? Yeah, she was fired. Heck, you shit. Well, shit just got real, boys. Yep. Shit just got real. Yeah. Um. I don't. I don't have. I don't have my soundboard on me, but but fuck it. Uh, I'm quoting Will Ferrell from Anchorman, going, boy. That escalated quickly. Yep, so Victoria Alonso was fired. Apparently, from what we've been hearing, apparently she was responsible for the VFX and why the Phase 4, everything, a lot of like the VFX from like Phase 4 has looked kind of rushed in some projects to the point where on Disney+, Plus they had to go back and edit it. And even then, it still doesn't look weird because apparently meeting, refusing to delay things and meet deadlines. So apparently it was all her fault. That's what the rumors are saying. I'm not accusing her of this at all. I just want to make that clear because that can be twisted around me. Apparently- but uh, 
But Victoria Alonso wasn't the only one who got fired from Marvel. Nope. Turns out, one of the, turns out Ike Perlmutter, the chairman of Marvel Entertainment, he also got the boot as well. Oh no. Oh no. Oh yes. It's because Disney wanted to yeah, Disney wanted to cut costs on a on a couple of people. So um interesting. Including some of the big time uh shakeups over at Lucasfilm and Marvel. Yes. Didn't even think that didn't even think that, that Perlmutter was one of them, but oh well. Mm-hmm. Now, for those of you who don't know Isaac Perlmutter, he he was the he was he was the original CEO of Marvel Studios back in like 2008, way before. I think he was like one of like one of the big, big bosses over there. That Phase one had days. Yeah, yeah, during uh, the MCU's early days, but but come around like 2015, 2016, there was like a big shakeup between uh between Marvel and, and of course uh you you know what happened next. So now. Foggy reports to Disney chairman Alan Horn. Well, well, at the time to be exact, and uh, and of course now Marvel Entertainment is on its own thing. Yep. So wow. Well, until until that was all folded back in, like I don't even know. I don't even know when that happened. I must have forgot. Anyways, so those are the two biggest firings that that has really shaken up uh, Marvel to its uh, to its very core. Yep, and we say, and by the way, when we say firings, we mean the confirmed firings. I know over the past like, couple days, there's been another firing that's been rumored. We're going to talk about that, but not too much. Yeah. So when we get well, to I it, mean, We'll get to that when we get to that. Yes, yeah, so I guess we're going to talk about what's coming out in two weeks. Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3. Oh, my God. I, I so can't wait to see it. I mean, Me too. Thank, like, Adam Warlock. I forgot that Starhawk who's by the way when I say Starhawk, Sylvester Stallone, that's his character name, Starhawk from Guardians 2, is in the movie because they released like a first look at him, at his character a couple days ago. And I'm like, I honestly forgot he was in the movie. I'm gonna be honest. Well he was in volume two, so I know, but I mean like I forgot he was gonna be in this. I'm gonna I thought even like his post credit scene with like the original Guardians and stuff like that was more like That would be interesting. Yeah, I thought that was gonna be something that they were just kind of gonna abandon and come back to. It's like post multiverse stuff, which which we're assuming the the saga after multiverse is cosmic. Well, we don't know that for sure. So no, it's just rumors. But so yeah, but so we got Guardians three coming out. Boy, this looks interesting because apparently, because not only is this is James Gunn's last movie with Marvel for a while, because. He's the co-CEO of DC Studios. Mm-hmm. Which interesting enough, actually, two MCU stars have joined have jumped ship and have joined DC. That being Frank Grillo and David Harbour. Mm. As both of whom have been cast in the in Creature Commandos for DC, as Frank Grillo, who played who played Rock Rock Rumlo, AKA and David Harbour, who played who plays because he's still slated to appear in Thunderbolts. Red Guardian, I don't even remember his name. Alexi, I can't remember. Alexi Shostakov, yeah, that's his Thank real you. name. Oh, so, right. with Frank Grillo playing Rick Flagg Sr. and David Harbour playing Frankenstein, and James Gunn said, even though Creature Commandos is animated, they will play those characters in live action. Damn. So, yeah. So, basically saying, so that probably means probably no Red Guardian for a period of time. So, could he potentially die in Thunderbolts? I don't know. No. I mean... It's possible. 
I mean, who knows? But so yes, so and not only that, but James Gunn also said a Marvel DC movie has been talked about. How awesome would that be? That would be crazy. I oh mean, give it, as yeah. soon as they announced James Gunn was going to be head of DC Studios, I was like, oh, him and Feige are friends. They're going to make this happen. This is going to happen. Oh, yeah. And also, and, speaking of, we still got some more news in the wake of, uh, of, of this recent news that we've been hearing. But not only do we get another trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, we've also gotten trailers for Secret Invasion, which we now have a release date coming to June Disney 21st. Plus June 21st. And then just a few days back, we have our first trailer for The Marvels, which will be coming out to theaters on November 10th. My God. I am excited for these. Uh, but also just, I'll just just go back to Guardians 3 real quick. Yeah, back Gunn to Guardians been, 3 real quick. Real quick. So Because also, this has to do with two characters, that being Adam Warlock, at, actually three, Star-Lord, Adam Warlock, and Rocket, I guess, is stuff I want to bring up. So we know that High Evolutionary is the villain. People... And we know he created Rocket and saying, oh, yeah, Rocket's like the main character of the movie. James Gunn has been hinting online that Rocket may die in this. Because, like, some people were, like, commenting, like, stuff like, I think somebody commented, I hope Rocket dies. And then he commented, like, seeing eyes emoji, the one, you know, when they're like this. Yeah. Like the sus eyes emoji. And someone's saying, saying, I have a theory, Rocket, I, I think probably Rocket's going to die. And then I don't remember what exactly he said, but he didn't deny it. And his word choice made me think that he's not allowed to say. Because honestly, because one thing I love about James Gunn is that he will debunk rumors and like fake theories. He will debunk them if he sees them online. He will flat out say, not true, not happening. Like when they were like, I remember there was like rumored castings, even like, like I remember there was a rumor that Henry Cavill was going to play Frankenstein for Creature Commandos, which we know is not true because David Harbour, when that first broke on the internet, James Gunn replied, no such thing has happened. So he, the fact that he's not denying Rocket's going to die or, or Rocket, we're not denying that Rocket will die makes me think he may die. Because remember, even at Comic-Con last year, they showed like a teaser and Rocket was missing from the lineup at the oh, end. Oh, yeah. So could Rocket die in this? Could this be the end for Rocket Raccoon? It could be. Yeah, I mean. Also, Chris Pratt said that he thinks he can play Star-Lord after Guardians 3. So that makes me. No, think I can that. see that. I think him and Gamora are going to go off and form the Infinity Watch with Adam Warlock. Actually, if you think about it, given that given that Gamora may may end up biting the bullet from this one, because if you think about it, she may have to. Because if you, if you may think about it, this version of Gamora that we know right now is from an alternate timeline. Yes, and Josh Lazenby's my theory about the Marvels. We know there's like this weird thing happening in space causing Kamala Khan, um, Monica Rambeau, and Carol Danvers to all switch places every time they use their powers. Could it, oh, yeah. There's been right. rumors because the source that, said, that even said that's going to be the plot of the movie, every time they use their powers, they switch places, which was proven true. That same source said in that same post from a few months ago that, that the movie's going to end with an incursion. <gasps> if the incursion is in space... What is in space that is called that could cause an incursion to happen? Gamora. Because she's not supposed to be there. That could that could be possible. But also yes. speaking of the Marvels, courtesy of the trailer, we also have confirmation that Samuel L. Jackson is back as Nick Fury. I'm glad. So that makes me wonder now, if is Monica gonna be in Secret Invasion? 
At this point, I don't even know. I think because the end of WandaVision teased that she maybe because with the scroll coming to get her, it makes me think. Yeah, it's probably. It's, I think it's possible. So, but also we have a new base for for the MCU now in the form of Saber. That's right. Now, <laughs> is it just me or why do I get the feeling that Saber is kind of like more like of what Sword was in the comics? I think that's probably what they're doing. In the sense where like cuz Sword we saw in WandaVision was different from Sword from the comics. So we're feeling this is like their version of the comic accurate sword. But since he had world observation response department instead of sentient weapons observation response department. I mean, if you ask me on this one, I think sword and saber will are still part of the MCU as of right now. Because if you think about it, shield is still dismantled because it was infiltrated by Hydra. Duh. Yeah. And also sword and saber two were or or synonyms for the same thing. So yeah. it could be possible that they're part of the same or part of the same thing. It's possible. I mean, but also just one thing I also think could Adam Warlock appear or just cameo in guardians three, because James Gunn actually did say when talking about Adam is that even though he's not involved with Marvel, he knows the character is there to stay for the long run and he, and he will appear again after guardians very soon. I think the Marvels makes the most sense, even for like a post credit scene. I, I think, think that he's gotta be like I, 10 at least because mm. those of you that don't know guardians 2 takes place right after guardians 1 mm -hmm. and then which is so guardians 3 takes guardians 2 takes place in like 2014 2015 sort of then, around that timeline yeah so then by the point where we're at in the timeline right now especially after thor love and thunder and the guardians holiday special the 100 yeah Gar adam is like 10 will be played by will poulter which by the way i honestly like there were some like prom promo images as well as like like some comic art from like the merch box of like the action figure he looks pretty cool jeez i know right like, his costume isn't that comic accurate but honestly i don't care like, it, he, like in the end he has the gold face he has the blonde locks he's got that gem in his head in his head head and he looks awesome that suit looks amazing yeah, I know, right? But also, um, there's also some things we have to talk about about Captain America New World Order, to be precise, because it's official. I, I think we can officially... It's basically the Incredible Hulk, too. Yeah, because it's official. Liv Tyler is officially coming back as Betty Ross. Yes. Holy shit. Yes, so we got both Samuel Stearns. Sorry, Tim Blake Nelson, I'm sorry. I forgot yeah, we have Tim Blake Nelson coming back as Dr. Samuel Stearns. The leader, finally. Yes. But, and we but, got Liv Tyler as Betty Ross or Red She-Hulk. Well, we Ford. don't know that. We don't know that. I know, because we, we don't have Red Hulk yet. So I'd say, yeah. We got Red Hulk, or even though he's not Red Hulk yet, played by Harrison Ford, Thunderbolt Ross. Yes, by which he's now president in the MCU. Yep, and they also did confirm that Bucky, in the terms of Bucky being in the movie, he said, well, they've said that very minimal role, so I'm guessing, like, the Guardians in Thor Love and Thunder. It where he'll probably have a cameo because he's doing something else. That's Thunderbolt. So we know, okay, these movies are basically interconnected. Oh, yeah. Zach, so what do you think of this, man? Uh, I agree with you. 
that that that'd be amazing to see Harrison Ford become Red Hulk. Because they can even use that to explain the recast too. They can say where he starts the movie off as Red Hulk, and then when he turns back because the way because like the gamma or like whatever affected him differently than it did Bruce Banner because it turned him red instead of green. It also changed his face and his vocal cords as to how he goes from William Hurt to Harrison Ford. Hmm. So you're thinking they're going to take the Doctor Who route? They could do that if they want to, or they can just do what they've done with like Rhodey, Bruce Banner, and Cassie Lang and just act like nothing ever happened. And also... Also, for Captain America New World Order, I would not be surprised if they get Mark Ruffalo back. Uh, yes, mm-hmm. they have to answer the question of where's Scar and Jen. Oh, yeah. They're going to forget about them? Well, I I mean, no. I mean, Scar could just come back with a different haircut. I hope it won't be... I hope it won't be accurate so we don't have to roast it anymore. Yes, but we're not going to talk oh, about God, that. Don't even remind me. I guess we're, we're on like Disney Plus shows. Let's talk about the two Disney Plus shows coming out this year. Oh, yes. Uh, Loki so we, Season 2 and Secret Invasion. The so, latter, we now know we have a release date. So Yes, I am so pumped. Like, even in the trailer, we saw for like a couple seconds, Super Scroll. And for those of you who don't know who Super Scroll is, he's a scroll that has the all four powers of the Fantastic Four combined. Wow. So basically saying Kevin Feige did confirm the Fantastic Four movie is going to be directed by Matt Shackman has confirmed that it is not an origin story. It's going to be similar to Spider-Man Homecoming in the sense where that we know how they get, they have their powers. They're starting it off. Could they appear in Secret Invasion because Super Scroll? This is like hmm. the project that before that I can think of that makes sense. You know, that that could be a good suggestion. Or even say, like, maybe Reed Richards is someone he runs into. Well, to be fair, though, I mean, we still don't know who Marvel Studios will choose to play the Fantastic Four. But Yeah, that's like a topic for another day. Yeah, I mean, we'll like, talk about that in another episode. Mind, but we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. But, but yeah, so Super Scroll is in this, like, because we see him, like, stretch with the polymorph thing. So, yeah, we got Super Scroll in this. And this show, honestly, looks, it has, like, a very darker tone. And, they did confirm who Amelia Clark is playing. <gasps> and it so, turns out, and, you and it turns out the character, the character still playing. Drum roll, please. The daughter of Talos, who in the comics her name is Veronki, but in the show it was confirmed to be Gaia, I think is how you pronounce it. Or, or is it Gia, I think? Gia, Gaia. It's about like G. Like apostrophe A H. I'm just gonna call or, it. Or is it I apostrophe ja? I H? Ja, maybe I don't know. Maybe a Ja. I, when they pronounce, I don't know how to pronounce it. Whenever they pronounce it, so yeah. So basically, this is Talos' daughter, but her name is not Baranki like it is in the comics. It's it's this. Yeah, but but still, I, I was shocked to find out the, that Amelia Clark was, is going to be playing Talos' daughter. I'm, I had a feeling that's who she was going to be playing. <laughs> I honestly had a very strong feeling. Like originally, she was my fan cast for Elsa Bloodstone, but then that we know what happened there in World Finite. We got Elsa Bloodstone played by a different actress who I can't remember the name of. Laura Donnelly. Laura Donnelly, thank you. So yeah. now we have what's his? So yeah, Amelia Clark is playing Talos's daughter. Honestly, I'm excited. Yep. 
Yeah, not gonna lie. I, I am so excited to see Secret Invasion on Disney Plus. And, and, and now we know it's gonna be dropping oh on uh, June 21st. So Yep, we got Rhodey in this. We got like we got, Ever- we got Martin Freeman coming back as Everett Ross. Yes, I'm interested to see what he's gonna what his role is. Hopefully it's adds a little more on like his role in Wakanda Forever. So you gotta think now, are they gonna acknowledge they're gonna have to acknowledge the fact that the Midnight Angels Right, I pronounced right, I said that right? Yep. Okay, right. that broke him out of broke him out of prison, or broke him when he was being transported to prison. So he's yeah, on after. So it should be interesting as what well, of who we see. So we know Super Scroll is probably our villain. Potentially, the Fantastic Four could appear in this. I'm not sure how though, but I feel like because Super Scroll is here, I feel like it would be impossible to do it without mentioning him because he is one of my villain picks for the Fantastic Four movie. Oh yeah. So this is like I think really heading into like the Secret Wars stuff in the sense where okay, who's a scroll, who's not? Because I've had my own theory for years. Because assuming Agents of Shield is not canon to the MCU six one six timeline, which I don't think it is, that Coulson that died in the first Avengers movie was a scroll. That at some point in the movie, him and a scroll switch places. A scroll turned into Coulson, and then Loki killed the scroll. Wait, what? Just think about it. He was still breathing in Avengers when Fury found him. And he got like the... I'm trying to think. Were the trading cards in his jacket or his locker? I don't remember. Hmm. I don't remember. But hmm. either, either way, like he was... He's the one, Fury's the one who found him. And he was still somewhat alive. Like remember, when a scroll dies as a human, they turn it back into a scroll. He wasn't fully dead yet. So meaning that's why he didn't turn. So could he be a scroll? Could that have been a scroll? Could Coulson be in space on sword or saber? Or saber to be exact. Could he I mean, be with them? That would be an insane twist. Oh honestly, my god! Yeah, I, I I totally agree. I mean, that would be an insane twist to see. I feel like that's the only character death that they can retcon and have people not be that mad about it because, like, saying, "Oh, Iron Man who snapped his fingers in Endgame was a scroll," that would diminish the moment so much. Yeah, and that, that would receive a lot of backlash. Yes. Yeah. So I think, so potentially this is when we're really getting into it. And honestly, I like how the show seems to have like a darker tone to it, like something like Moon Knight did. It's where we can tell that it's not going to be that much as joking as something like Ms. Marvel or She-Hulk or any of the other shows. Like it's going to be very serious. I'd say this is probably integral going forward. This is like a project I say I do not recommend skipping. Yeah, plus uh, we see Fury uh, with no eye patch. Yes, he's finally embracing the no eye patch thing. I was still annoyed that it was cut, that it was scratched by Goose. Which I didn't even realize that the Flurkin and Captain Marvel Goose and the Marvels was a reference to Top Gun. That's what I'm saying. I'm wearing a Top Gun shirt right now. Yeah, no, I love, respect, man. But like, I didn't even notice. Like, it's funny because I didn't even notice until the trailer for the Marvels came out. So then when I saw, because of the shot when then like. Kamala and Carol switch places and like and they're like where's our daughter and like wherever you were and then we see Kamala in space and then we see Goose use like his tentacles and like eat those people and she's like oh my god Which, yeah by the way, I could already tell Kamala I'm like oh Marvel, Goose I'm like though, wait a second that's a Top Gun reference oh that's right because Goose gonna... is like is the name but I was gonna say is, uh, but I was gonna say for the Marvels though, I really hope that they settle I hope they sell the the whole thing between uh 
Carol and Monica after after what sort of happened in WandaVision because because from what we know from Monica's perspective she she hasn't talked to Carol in a long long time yeah she or she hasn't or maybe she just hasn't wanted to or maybe because also because I actually did see something as why Carol was so mad at Thanos in 2023 because of the snap her friend died alone because Monica was blipped and had no one then Nope. Monica was blipped, meaning Maria had no one and died alone. Oh no! Damn. Yeah, so, that's yeah, tough. I can tell Kamala is probably gonna be my favorite character, and also since we're on the topic of the Marvels, I actually want to pull something up. People are wondering where is the second bangle. Some people think they found it in the trailer, which I will say it's it's a plausible thing because we have not heard anything because what what the way it looks. Hold on, if I can find it. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. I think I think I think the second bangle could be heading towards Zawe Ashton's uh character. Yes, which hmm. um Okay, yeah, I found it. Okay. Yeah, that the villain is wearing it. So because supposedly like the villain is holding also like the same hammer that Ronin was holding. She had like this this something on her other wrist, and it looks like the bangle, so it could be it. Yep. So and that also, could be it. And also, we also people also notice. So also, Kamala's new suit we see in the trailer. What do you? Oh think? yeah, that looks good. Um, I actually didn't have an issue with her suit from Ms. Marvel. I'm gonna be honest. I actually like that one better. But also, I like how Carol's in a new suit too. She's wearing the Janice Vale Captain Marvel suit. Hmm. I have to say, I really like it. I think it's probably gonna be one of my favorite ones. Like it's a simplistic. It's a simplistic design, and it looks nice. And as for Monica, though, I I would not I be surprised if she takes up uh, one of her aliases from the comics because as of right now, Photon. we still don't know they confirmed what, it. what her superhero name will be Photon. in the MCU. Photon. They they confirmed this a while ago. It was Photon. They've even said in the plot synopsis that she's Photon. Ah, so she's taking up her mother's call sign. It makes Night the most Night. sense with the story they told in WandaVision. It makes sense that she would take up Photon instead of Spectrum. Yep. Then of course, uh, isn't there something else we can talk about? All right, Loki, Loki season two. Loki. So we're gonna keep this one a little bit shorter, only just because we don't know that much about it in the sense of when it's come. We know that Victor Timely is gonna be your one thing, but Owen Wilson has also said he will. Which also we found out the post credit scene for Quantum Mania with Loki and Kang, not Loki and Kang, sorry, Loki and Mobius seeing Victor Timely. That was a scene from Loki season two. Owen Wilson said, yeah, that was a scene we filmed there. The whole, oh, yeah, we're going to put this as a post credit scene. Like, oh, okay. So that was, so that's, so we're going to see that scene again in Loki season two. Hmm. As for when it comes out, Owen Wilson says he thinks like August or September. I honestly think, depending on what day they want to release it, if they're going to release it on Wednesdays, then I'd say not a shot because they confirmed that in August, Ahsoka is going to be coming out. And that, show for star wars has the trailers been getting so much positivity because remember ms marvel came out the same time on the same day as obi-wan kenobi for the first few episodes and like ms marvel's the first few episodes did not do well because people were watching kenobi first Oof! like overlapping content doesn't work in the sense where like that's why she hulk came out on thursdays because high school musical the musical the series was coming out wednesdays Honestly, if it's going to come out September, they're going to have to go back to Fridays because they don't want to cannibalize themselves again. Because 
Loki is was season one was was the best Marvel DC content. Not Marvel DC. Why did I say DC? Marvel TV content. It, it, remember, like it was. We all had it at number one in our list of the shows. Season one was amazing. So I think. Oh yeah. So I think having it come out, if it's going to come out on Wednesdays, it's probably going to come out October to then end things off. Because then Percy Jackson's probably going to be coming out in December. So I'd say the perfect slot if it's come if ever all these pro- of all three of these projects Percy Jackson, Ahsoka, and Loki are all coming out on Wednesdays, then Loki is going to run from like October to December or late September, like as soon as Ahsoka ends. Yeah, that makes sense. And also, I'm actually kind of a I'm actually kind of curious to see how Jonathan Majors will play the Victor Timely variant of Tang. Yes, Rock. which speaking of Jonathan Majors, like we're not going to talk too much about this. And since we're I'm sure even li- everybody you everyone here is aware of what's going on mm-hmm. with him with the whole incident that happened in New York. As of right now, Jonathan Majors has not been fired. He has a court date in the beginning of May. I don't remember the exact date, but Marvel has not fired him. And they have not said said anything about it, even though yes, over the past couple of days there has been a report of a like recast of who could of who they're they're looking for potentially. That first of all, one that is if that happens, that is if that happens. If it is, it is a rumor, so take it with a grain of salt because they have not made that decision yet. Basically saying because they because if Jonathan Majors is charged as not guilty after this court date, then they're just going to move on like nothing ever happened. Jonathan will keep his job with Marvel. And he will continue to be Kang in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and that'll be it. If he is found guilty, then they will recast. So basically saying, because even even reports are saying, because the same, I normally don't trust Grace Randolph when it comes to when she leaks stuff, because she has been wrong a lot. Like, I remember The Mandalorian Season 2 was the prime example, where she kept pushing this narrative for weeks, even though multiple people were, who were there were saying that didn't happen. But basically saying, like, she also said that the Marvel show will come out last Tuesday, and she was correct. She also said from, like, one of her sources that the Loki Season 2 trailer has been completed. They're just waiting to release it because Jonathan Majors, because apparently he's in the trailer. Apparently Kang, Mm. Victor Timely, is in the trailer. So we don't know what's going to happen with that. So it's more of, they're not, if Jonathan is found innocent, they'll just release the trailer, and then... Like nothing happened if for whatever reason he is guilty. Cause right now the evidence that's been shown to the public of what we know of this specific incident, because Jonathan had, cannot be charged with anything not related to this. Since people are trying to like say he's like a terrible to work with that will not add anything to this case, this case, from what we've seen from the text messages and his girlfriend taking back the statement it seems like Jonathan is innocent. And what witnesses have said, it seemed like he is innocent. We're just going to leave it at that. And as of right now, when this court date is settled, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. If we'll he's found happens. innocent, nothing's going to happen. He will be Kang, and they won't recast. If he's found guilty, then they're going to recast. So as of right now, they're acting like nothing has happened, because right now, and why they, Marvel hasn't spoken about it, because they don't have to. Yeah, I think that speaks for all of us, Tommy. Because I think that Loki really season two is going to be this. Since again, like we don't have a release date for this yet, I think it really depends on the day they want it to come out. If it comes out on on a Fridays, it can come out. What Owen Wilson said, like September, October. 
if it's not if it's coming out on Wednesdays, then no, it's not coming out until Ahsoka finishes. Yeah, that makes sense. Me too. And uh, what was I gonna say? It looks I like think... we are out of time. Yeah, I think All that right. kind of think that so kind of does it for this episode. So, Zach, take us out. Okay. That's it. Well, that's it for this Marvel Men podcast this week. If you need to follow us, follow us on Spotify and Instagram. And we will see you on the other side of the multiverse. Or in this case, the quantum realm. Yes, because, yeah. If anything, we will see you next episode. On this side of the galaxy. Mm Mm-hmm. Signing off.